0: Welcome
1: back. I'm Joey.
0: We're Feedback Loop podcast discussing albums, sharing albums, doing this still one. in quarantine. It's from quarantine again. Um, <laughs> we're in the middle of the uh, the coronavirus 2020 outbreak.
1: But yeah, so uh, last week we were talking about uh, listening to the Two Man Gentleman Band and their debut named album. Yeah. So, uh,
0: self-titled album. Yeah. The, that's the word I was looking man for. Gentlemen Band. That's fine. That's, that's why there's two of us, you know. If if one of us doesn't know it, the other one might, maybe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're if we're talking about that album this week, uh, I'm a little bit upset about this. Yeah. The situation. Yeah. Uh, if you listened to last week's, uh, I was excited because Joey recommended this album um, because we were talking about ride symbols that led to to swing music that led us here, and I was promised that there there would be swing music, and I feel like I was kind of deceived.
1: No, you were 100% lied to. <laughs> like, you weren't even deceived, it was just a straight-up lie. Like It's fine, it's, it's fine. No, see, the thing is, later in their discography, they do get swing, swingier, they never have drums. It's yeah, two men. That is my biggest One...
0: complaint with this album. Is there is no fuck? I was promised swing music, talking about how much I loved ride symbols in swing music, and there's none of it. <laughs> Absolutely none. Uh Both but, me. But it's fine. What is, is there any uh, further explanation as, as to why you recommended this album in the first place? Well, just because. I mean, really, like I like this band, and. I
1: had texted you about it at some point in the week, but yeah. I'll just go ahead and say it here. Like, this was not the right album for me to introduce you to these guys on. I like, think that it, is fair. It just, <laughs> it just was not. Yeah, uh, I actually, I, uh,
0: after you sent that text, I went and I listened to a couple snippets from their second album, and uh, it did have some percussion in it. It had a bit more drums, uh, so I, I think that would have been more my style, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's a first exposure. And, it's not always pleasant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they have a covers album that I think we should, or you should listen to. Like maybe we wouldn't talk about it on here, but I think you should listen to it at some well, point it's in the too future. Late. We're talking it... about
0: it on here right now, so everyone. What, <laughs> what is the title of this album? Do you have it prepared?
1: Oh, uh, this the cover album. It's yeah. like hot swing oh, standards and other something like. Uh, is it and the...
0: enthusiastic attempts at hot swing and string band favorites?
1: Yes, that is that album. is it.
0: Uh, I feel like you recommended their that album, album to me before, like before we even that started is, doing
1: this. Yeah, that a lot a while ago. I said that you should listen to that album because they do covers of like old songs. Like they have a few of the Mills Brothers. They got they actually have a I think it's a Willie Nelson cover. They got some older type stuff. Cool. Some of swing, some of kind of more. What they started out as, which I'm going to go ahead and since I lied last week and said something about this being a swing album, it's <laughs> no. more of a bluegrass album. It is absolutely. Album. Like...
0: There, it's it's banjo, <laughs> bass, and guitar, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, like, well, that's that, it's so... not fair. We'll, we'll get into that when, it, when, it, when we get there. There, there is another yeah. instrument that stood out to me. But, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that one when, when it comes. Uh, The album art is very simple. The backdrop of this album art, it it seems like it's uh, a picture of cardboard. I guess it's very textured, almost cardboardy, and then inked on it. Perhaps, Uh, I mean, I'm sure it was all done digitally, but inked on it is uh, what I'm assuming is their logo because I've seen it several times. It is a man, either behind a bass or his body is a bass. It's kind of (laughs) hard. The the bass doesn't have a headstock, but it's the dude's head. It's a stick figure drawing of uh, kind yeah. of like a, an upright bass, and an arms plucking it, in. and and then there's another guy with a guitar, both with hats, both people wearing hats. Yes, uh, so they have to have hats. Why do they have to have hats? Is there uh, just because?
1: Uh, that's just kind of their shtick. Like they dress up kind of like vaudeville type dudes whenever they play live. Gotcha. Like they have the whole like stripey suspender things going on. So that's kind of their thing.
0: It, it suits the uh, the music. Uh, but yeah, it's pre- pretty simple album art. Uh, not something that necessarily catches someone's eye, as we've previously previously discussed. But it's it's simple and it's their first album. Yeah. So it doesn't. And
1: before this, they were buskers. So I mean, I think this was kind of like a very much DIY album where they just were like, oh, we played a bunch of these songs in public, so we're just gonna put it out. Didn't think too much probably on album art.
0: Yeah, and and I think that that translates. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this album. <laughs> um, I, I think there's potential there, but it's it's uh, we'll we'll get into it at the end uh, or as we're going through tracks, you'll probably figure out why I don't like this album. With that, it's the drums. It's, it's definitely the drums or lack thereof. at this time that's not totally fair. I, I enjoy like we kind of went into this a little bit last week as well. I, I enjoy some like acapella stuff, right It, it doesn't have to have drums, yeah. but I think drums are important. with that though, We'll just jump right in. Check yeah, starting
1: one. off with Queens we, County.
0: Yeah, Queens County. Two two minutes. Uh, this album I, I usually run down. It's 13 songs, 31 minutes. Short album. Again, we've been hitting a lot of short albums, which is uh, it's. Good. I love short albums. It's fun. It's good fun. Quick in and out. It's Instantly cool hits you with the banjos. And it's banjos immediately, and, and, then, <laughs> and then the bass, the simple bass comes in. That that it's very like I don't want to say cliche but it's a very simple what-you-would-expect baseline for accompanying yeah. banjo music. Just a boom, 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 like the whole fucking song. And by the whole fucking song, the whole fucking album. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it comes in with sort of some...
1: They're not a complex band.
0: <laughs> yeah, very, very simple. And that's, I think that's uh, something that I need to get over myself, on, is that I I think that's one of the big things that I don't like about this album is it's very simple. There's not a lot of interesting. As someone that listens to music before lyrics, especially, I expect yeah. music to have a lot of interesting things happening. And it it's, that's not to sell the banjo short. I love me some banjo, but it kind of gets old. I think in in, in yeah. my opinion. But well, especially because
1: cool. this is not this isn't like intense banjo lines that you'd hear in like typical bluegrass yeah, this that's is fair. more of just it's kind of there to
0: it's rhythmic be
1: yeah it's it's there to be what strumming chords would be on an acoustic guitar yeah it's just there to put down a bass
0: yeah, it's, chord it gets, structure it gets the groove going it's it it's got a little yeah. bit of melody but not a whole lot it's mostly there for like substance i guess or structure for the song which and, and the, the bass kind of accompanies i like upright bass so uh, yeah i think it's cool. I'm a fan of it, and maybe maybe we can change our album that we listen to next week because there is an album that I added with upright bass. So maybe we can tie it in. We'll argue about that at the end of this before, but we'll we'll do that when we get there. So this song it comes in with the, the banjo, comes in with the bass, comes in with the vocals. I'm not a fan of the guy's voice.
1: Really? Like,
0: yeah. It's I don't I don't know what it is. There's a quality about it that's kind of like rough, but not in a cool way, in my opinion. Yeah he's
1: definitely got kind of a flat voice too and i mean he started singing as a busker and everything sure. so and they're trying to imitate a more old-timey sound i guess yeah, absolutely. with like that's their shtick. he does that well but i will definitely agree with you like especially coming off of some of the previous singers on the albums we've listened to before he's not like a a technically proficient singer you can tell it, that this is just like some a, dude a, a playing little
0: bit of a bob dylan kind of feel right it, yeah like, like, yeah professional but, uh, Which, I mean, I, that's a thing in any. bluegrass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not a thing in the bluegrass that I listen to, but, you know, it's, it's a thing in bluegrass. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to sell them short. I, I, we kind of discussed this before starting the podcast in general, or maybe we did it on the first couple. Uh, I tend to be negative a lot about albums, and I, I, don't, I don't want to do that. Necessarily on on this podcast, because uh, it's about discovering things that you'll enjoy, and I believe that anyone at any point in time can enjoy an album, or that's not that's not accurate. That's not what I mean. Anybody can enjoy an album at a specific point in time. Uh we yeah. just have to get there or or get them there, uh, to via like gateway albums or whatever. But that that's rambling for another time. I think maybe even another separate podcast, uh, or an episode about that kind of stuff. But I'm gonna try not to destroy this. I I took my notes. They're not negative notes, but I just wanted to like kind of set the mood for my notes. I guess that I I was not a fan of the yeah. voice. I'm not a fan of the simple music. But but from there, well, I am. I
1: love this song. Yeah, I, I sing I this, song this song all the time in the car.
0: It's it's <laughs> it's a fun to sing song. I I guess uh, if you're into this kind of thing, um, it's about a girl. Probably, possibly someone's mm-hmm. first love, maybe uh, seeing seeing someone at, at Queens County Fair, and uh, she's so attractive. Yeah. She quote hurt him in his pants. Oh yeah, which is, is it kind of <laughs> kind of brings in a little bit of comedy, which uh, is kind of yeah kind of spread out a little bit throughout the album. There's sprinklings of comedy that I think helps it.
1: I feel like comedy is a good way to segue into the second song. Sure. So I'll leave it for that. But like I I'm just gonna leave it on. I like. This dude, Andy Bean, that's the guy that sings. I like his voice. But uh, they have the a very old singers, time. Right? Yeah, yeah. There so, like, album, yeah, right? because there are two singers. Their comedy, it's kind of antiquated, I guess I would say, which you talk about a woman was so attractive, she heard him in his pants. Like, right. that kind of leads me to the next song, The Fever. This whole song, it's a comedy song. Yes. But like, there's definitely parts of it that are—they're kind of creepy. It kind of creeps you a little.
0: Like, yeah, great. This album, cre- like, two thousand five. So fifteen years yeah. ago this album came out, which isn't necessarily like making an excuse yeah. for it, but things were yeah.
1: different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but things were very different, and it was not only an album written in two thousand five. It was an album written in two thousand five to reflect, I guess, kind of values. Of a point in time that was like 60 years before that even yeah. so it's I, I it's a song about yeah definitely song, honestly and I think I think they're part like what I get from it is they're not being completely serious like they don't actually think these I think they're writing songs from perspective of people that they don't want you to like really yeah like I don't think they're being serious. I think they're being tongue-in-cheek, but, like, this song is about, hey, it's spring again. Women are gonna start showing more skin, and it's about a guy, like, watching them. Yeah, like, he's like, like oh, I get, to, I, get, I get to watch them. Yeah. yeah
0: and it's, it's, it's like... About, it's about seeing all those... Uh, I don't remember if we said... I feel like you said, when we but to reiterate, this is track two, The Fever. Um, yeah. It's, specifically, there's a line that stands out that, that kind of hits that cringy, <laughs> creepy line uh that you mentioned. I, I don't have the full line, but he he refers to a lady like that is quote 11. Teen, which yeah. is is not a teenager. If you're 11 years old. But, but yeah. It's kind of uh... that he's like he's like watching, you know, an 11-year-old girl maybe. But uh <laughs> I, I think that kind of goes back to kind of the weird comedy from a different time kind of a thing. Uh that yeah. it, it was a little off-putting. I'm not going to lie. But it, uh, I can, oh, I can set that aside. Yeah.
1: And see, that's the thing. Like, I talk a lot about there being albums that I have to listen to all the way through. This isn't one of those albums. Like, I usually would skip this song if I'm listening to the album. And it's because of that. Like, it's a pretty standard song. So, like, musically, yeah, it's no kind of like...
0: Or if there is, it wasn't uh, as prominent. They actually is guitar uh, for this one, I believe.
1: Yeah. And it's like nothing special about it like in my opinion they're pretty good at having vocal melodies and having very catchy sing-along type songs and this just isn't one of them it's not a song i would sing along to but i think this is the first one that has a kazoo in it maybe no wait it's not never mind it's not sorry
0: point the uh, if you're done speaking of the fever the third track is shotgun wedding
1: that's okay. This
0: is it's a fun. It's a it's a lot catchier than the previous tracks. I think, yeah. So far, not that Queens County isn't catchy. It is. It is pretty catchy. But I think this one stood out a little bit more to me as being catchy. It's about a guy uh, getting a chick knocked up and having to marry her to make things quote okay, I guess or acceptable. Yeah. Uh, which is it's funny. It's it's, again, it's... it's a little humorous, right? It, and it kind of like yeah sets, sets the the, the setting the place and time, I don't know, the atmosphere for the song, which, uh, or the album, I guess in Yeah,
1: general. It definitely kind of cements the fact that they're writing this from the point of view of like an older time, because like a shotgun wedding isn't it isn't really a thing that would happen Yeah. anymore. Even in 2005, most people are like, okay, you got pregnant, you don't yeah. have to get married or whatever, but like they're writing it. Joey, I feel Joey's like he does... from a very
0: personal place here because he has a child and he's not <laughs> married. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm living a life of sin, you guys. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> uh, to quote my grandma, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, this song, it's it's kind of sad. The way that he's talking from the guy, because he sings the whole song from the guy's perspective. Like, he's trying sure. to make this girl feel like, hey, hey it's going to be all right. And then he starts talking about, like, no, the girl's crying. No, Yeah, she's not happy about it at all. Her dad's going to be pissed, and it's like... Yeah. And it kind of makes me, like, songs like this make me feel bad retroactively for, like, for this women character. in the past. Oh, for just women. <laughs> yeah, for, like... I think yeah, that's fair. Yeah, just, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I know they're doing the whole thing as, like, uh, this is how I choose to contextualize the song. Right. I feel like they're pointing out how, like, shitty things used to be. Yeah. Is kinda, and making light of it is how I take it.
0: Yeah, that's very fair, and I think that's, I, that's good context to have for someone who hasn't listened to this and maybe takes it the wrong way. Uh, like, like I said, I picked up on a bit of that kind of tongue-in-cheek comedy thing, so I maybe, maybe it's yeah. not important for someone to point out, but th- there are a lot of, like... Old timisms, I guess. It, it's it's definitely has that feeling uh, throughout the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is the first song on the album that you you kind of spoiled has a kazoo in it. It's it's the first of the trilogy. Oops. This this is uh, ca- kazoo. It has a kazoo solo in it, and it it was like kind of like whimsical and kind of caught me off guard, especially given. the the context of the song lyrically, which is (laughs) is interesting.
1: Yeah, like, that's kind of plays into why, like, I don't know, a partial reason why I like this album, and it's because sometimes it's out, like, it just gets so absurd that, like, the first time I listened to it and I heard them talking about a shotgun wedding, Talking about like, oh yeah, this girl's crying, but like, hey, we're, we have to get married, whatever. And then a kazoo just comes in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just laughed because I yeah. was just like, what the fuck's happening?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very like out of nowhere. You just get a fucking kazoo solo, <laughs> and, and it's it's fun. I don't have anything against the kazoo. Yeah, uh, I think I love value. the kazoo. It's it's kind of a gag instrument, but you know, it, yeah, it's fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, but I guess we can uh, lead into the next song, uh, titled Fishin', without Fish. the G.
0: There's yeah, no, th- there's an apostrophe, there's no G there.
1: Yeah, apostrophe. Once again, it's like, it's kind of, it has a lot of, like, old timeisms, which, this song, it kind of, like, plays into something that they do more on this album, and, like, current music doesn't, is use metaphors, like, Fully leans into metaphors
0: <laughs> yeah. for stuff. It's, it's like my, first, <laughs> my first note on this, uh, on this song is unclear if he's talking about women or fish. And then under that, a few <laughs> seconds later, I just go, definitely women. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's
1: something they used to do a lot, where you could be, like, talking about sex or being in love, or you could be talking about your car, or, right. so, like, it's completely ambiguous, and now it's like if you use a metaphor there's no denying what you're talking about, but, right. like it seems like they take a very old approach to writing songs which, some people won't appreciate, I appreciate it I, I don't necessarily just because...
0: appreciate, it. That's not fair. I appreciate it I appreciate it, it's not something that I enjoy
1: yeah, okay, see, that, yeah and that's <laughs> This song is actually whenever I knew that I fucked up recommending this <laughs> first. Yeah. Like I was listening to this song when I texted you that like I think I might have recommended <laughs> the wrong album for this. Yeah.
0: It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Because this wasn't later.
1: my first album that I listened to by them. It was this was like my third probably. So, yeah, I don't know why context. I thought it would be good to listen to first. But I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's
0: a common thing. I think we both kind of approach new artists in that way, and that we, we tend to start at the beginning, and and kind of witness yeah. their growth over albums. Uh, so it's it's not that we're I'm gonna dismiss this band because their first album isn't something I enjoy. Um, I might give it some time and come back for the second album or third album or or even doing that covers album just to kind of kind of lure me in with some catchier tunes, I suppose yeah there's, there's nothing wrong with having having an album i don't like i'm a person i'm allowed to hate things i don't hate this album but you know. definitely you know what
1: i think i want to hear you completely ream this album that's what i want to hear <laughs> i want to hear you get pissed
0: maybe next week <laughs> uh or not next week, because next week is, is we're, we're, if you haven't caught on, we're kind of alternating uh, whose albums we listen to. So next week will be a me album. But the week yeah. after that, whatever we choose, I'm going to destroy it, just out of principle.
1: Hell yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to recommend an album I know you'll love, and then have you <laughs> to it and me. see what happens. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> the, this, this song also has Kazoo in it. Uh, I, I put the yeah. word, Kazoo Strikes Back. This is the second of the trilogy <laughs> of kazoo songs. Spoiler: the third one's called "Return of the Kazoo." Um,
1: the trilogy, man.
0: The trilogy, the kazoo trilogy. <laughs> uh, it's it's so weird to have like like you said in the last one. It it, it almost feels out of place, but it doesn't because it, it's just kind of like yeah. It, it adds a lighthearted aspect to it, I think, which uh, is maybe needed.
1: What do you think about "I've Been Drinking"? Because uh.
0: That is the next track. I,
1: yeah. I, um, I think
0: I think I'm okay with it. Uh, I don't hate it. Are you? I don't dislike it. It has some like more Elvis. This is the secondary singer I believe on this track. It has some more Elvis stylings. Yeah. Uh, vocally, at least at the beginning. Uh, it, and it kind of like it starts slow and then it builds and goes fast and then goes back to the slow and then goes back to the fast. Um, lyrically though, it, it's about drinking your problems away, which is not something that I like necessarily associate with i I don't drink a lot yeah and specifically i never drank because i never saw a reason to drink my problems away because it just it doesn't make sense to me because guess what that doesn't work it's it's not a good idea (laughs) but but (laughs) yeah and i think i maybe this track i analyzed a bit too much and went too far into it um but it seems that when the song speeds up the song again is talking about him like drinking his problems away but it seems like when the songs speed up, it could possibly represent him getting another drink and kind of riding the excitement of that, and then it kind of slowly fades out as he, like, maybe not necessarily sobers up, but remembers why he's sad or why he's drinking or whatever. So he takes another drink and then it speeds back up, and then it kind of, like, that never-ending loop kind of a thing.
1: Yeah, like, that's kind of what I got from it, because, like, I don't currently drink my problems away. But there was a point in my life where I very much ascribed to that sure. that line of, that train of thought. And uh, that's pretty much how it is, and I feel like they captured that pretty well. Whenever it's fast, it's like, oh, you're feeling it, like you actually are forgetting your problems, and then yeah. immediately it gets slower and you're like, oh, wait, oh, like- wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing's changed, except now I'm drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, there's... Uh, that's fine, but but <laughs> no, yeah, no, like this song, fine. I could it's very not, it's much. It's not a
0: good thing to, to promote. <laughs> it's Don't not. It's not a good thing. Away. It's fine to get drunk, no. but not. Yeah, not that's to, what I was. That's what to, I was trying to. Not to evade your problems. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> this is because it has it. another I, kazoo solo I, in it, I, though. Yeah.
1: Which the kazoo, it's. Once again, a little out of place in a song about drinking all of your problems away, <laughs> yeah. to just come in with a kazoo pro- kazoo solo. But you know, that's that's, that's, this, band. that's this band is they're very much album, at least. not serious.
0: Yeah, uh, the next song in the Shadow of the Pines might actually be my favorite track on this album. Uh, at least really, it's it's back to banjo, and I don't think there was any bass in this track. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, I didn't note that there was much bass, and it's kind of a chill song, I think. It's about a a dude breaking up with with someone, or I I guess the the guy's woman broke up with him, and then he kind of wants her back. Uh, At least that's what I got out of it. It, It's a bit more metaphorical, I guess, with The Shadow of the Pines. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really dig this track.
1: I like it, too. Like, this is a relatable thing. It's about saying something you... Something mean... That you sure. don't really mean in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And then being like, uh, come back, please, I didn't mean it. Like, that yeah. type of thing. Possibly. Which I have can't. done. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, he <laughs> he paints a picture of such a shitty guy on this album. Yeah. Like, I think. Yeah. And it's, it's just intriguing to me, which I guess is the reason why I do, like, I like the story of this album. Because I like the character that he puts in. Like, he's just kind of an asshole.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're all all kind of an asshole, right? We've all done super shit. So, it's the most relatable. It's not a perfect setting, you know?
1: Plus, I was a different person whenever I first listened to this album. So, it's kind of one of those things where, like... Like, I... Whenever I first listened to this album, I was like... I won't say I was this person. But, like...
0: You, like you I said, character- I was like characterized as like or you weren't necessarily like as flanderized, de flanderized, I guess, as this person. Yeah. You you were you still had very But I was like a toned from. down version.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Rounded in in reality version perhaps. Not that this kind of person doesn't exist in reality. I'm sure they do, but
1: Oh, they totally do. 100%.
0: But yeah, so But it, yeah. It's a, it's a chill track. It's... I, think, I think this is my favorite track. <laughs> Um, so the the runner up for favorite is actually the next track, which is Hat Fight. <laughs> really, which is like this piano, like very kind of going back to what you said, very vaudevillian, like jaunty piano tune. <laughs> the, it, it's too short, <laughs> or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the right length, but it comes out of nowhere in this bluegrass album. There's just some jaunty musical piano piece. Uh, it's it's fun.
1: See, I think it's just the right length because of the fact that it's just a nice little break. I think without even words. Yeah, it's a commercial break. It's, like, right in the middle of the album. And it's called Hat Fight. Like, I could totally see people having a hat fight in an old-timey cartoon (laughs) to this song. Sure, Like, they're just throwing hats at each other. (laughs) And (laughs) one thing, it's kind of to go back, uh, the reason... Because I keep taking long pauses. I am trying my hardest to not sound like an asshole whenever <laughs> I'm talking about these songs. It's, it's gonna because happen. the more and more I, re- the more and more I realized it. Like, listen to this album. The more I was like, "Oh my god, the person in this in this <laughs> album is like just the shitty abusive guy." Yeah, <laughs> and. It's just not great look. And again, I think, I think
0: it's, it's kind of off-putting for me, uh, listening to this, and, and maybe that's why yeah. I didn't like it as much, as it was just like, not that I'm a great guy, but a lot of the stuff isn't super relatable for me in my very, like, vanilla upbringing, I guess. Yeah. And that's not to say that it's not valid. Like, I, I think this al- it makes sense that this album is a bit more relatable to you. Not that you've been an asshole necessarily more than I have. But uh, it it kind of fits what I what I remember of old Joey, back in like, like high school, yeah. early out of high school kind of stuff.
1: Definitely, I was I wasn't like the abusive guy, but I was definitely like the I was I was a more selfish person, I guess I'll say. And it's That's like fair. that is kind of what I saw in this album is like going into it, we'll go to the next song titled corn liquor which i can only you can only imagine what this song is about (laughs) it is i think it might be
0: about corn liquor
1: (laughs) it is just a straight up love song to whiskey and bourbon yeah so (laughs) talking about he talks
0: about booze all over the world and how he's, like, no matter what, he's still gonna have his good old corn liquor. Even
1: during the rapture, if God came down yeah, and is... gave judgment upon the land, he, he would be sipping corn liquor the whole time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's some dedication to a drink.
1: <laughs> and, like, I don't want to dissuade people from listening to this album. Because I do, like, this song, I sing this ca- song in my car all the time. Like, Sure, it's very it's, simple, it's easy it's to It's a sing. very, yeah, like, they have a good way of making songs that, like, I feel like people can sing along to. It's just, like, the subject matter kind (laughs) of has to be disconnected from it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you're really gonna, like...
0: which You don't want to necessarily sing it out in public without someone understanding that it's kind of not, like, what the words are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's, like, if you... I do want people to know, like... This is not what the rest of their albums are like. The rest of their albums kind of talk about historical events. Pre- like, there's a little bit of this, this kind of like, I guess you could say, like a misogynistic, male centric, yeah. whatever view written from the point of like a guy that would be living in the 40s or 50s or something. But most of their music isn't like this. I think it's because it was their first album and they were sure. kind of just like very much leaning into playing their personas i yeah, guess
0: maybe maybe a bit too much and i think it's interesting coming off yeah. of <laughs> of listening to the regrets album which is very like female forward kind of a thing to come right yeah. in this which is kind of a little bit misogynistic and, and kind of like not necess- it's 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 a very interesting coincidence i think i don't think that i that you necessarily made that connection when we decided this last week but i think it's a it's very very funny in in a weird way
1: i did not make that connection and i made it more and more and more throughout this week So I was I was like listening to it and it was like I was becoming another person. I was like, wait a second, has everything been a lie?
0: <laughs> so, so so if if you're listening to this and thinking, wow, these guys are assholes because they listen to this music, go back and listen to last week's episode. We listened to the the regrets, feel your feelings, fool. That it's a very anti misogynistic album. Uh, we don't write these albums. We're just listening to them and enjoying them, and that doesn't make us bad people. Yeah, so deal with it. <laughs>
1: One thing I will say before we move on to the next song is, uh, I feel like it's the fact that you pointed that out. I feel like it's a good contrast between like how much a person can change, I guess. Yeah. And the fact that nobody's so far gone that you can't be redeemed, not to sound like holier than thou or whatever, (laughs) because I'm not, I'm, I'm still not a great person, but everyone's on their
0: journey at, at a very, at a different step. Right, Nobody, nobody's born perfect, everyone's yeah. an asshole in high school, whether you believe it or not, you know, there, there's always room for self-improvement, and yeah. Yeah, maybe that's, this This podcast might help uh, some of you guys, some of us, who knows, we'll see. Me? <laughs> just Joey, that's the only reason we're doing this <laughs> podcast, is because he has all these hateful, women-hating albums, and I'm just recommending all these female <laughs> artists, just to like get them out of it. No, that's that's not true. That may be more true than you think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I'll take it. Uh, but we, we can discuss that. <laughs> I I think we should have a sit down episode where we just kind of talk about why we're doing this and how we're doing this kind of a thing. Maybe maybe Definitely. after we release a few of these. Um, but that's not a discussion for the show, unless it is, because we just yeah. But <laughs> the next song, that brutal day. <laughs> Uh, what is the secondary singer's voice, by the way, or er, er, name? Do you know his name?
1: Yes, his name is Fuller
0: Condon. Fuller. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Oh? Uh, I like it. You know, it's just weird. It sounded like you said Fuller Condom. <laughs> I was like... Oh. <laughs> that's that's an interesting... Uh, that's an interesting... No, his,
1: his last name... His last name is Condon. Like, With an C-O-N-D-O-N. An C-O-N-D-O-N. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, but it it does, it sounds so much like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyways, oh, yeah. This, this song, That Brutal Day, has <laughs> him singing, Fuller singing. Uh, initially, I kind of thought that, like, okay, maybe this song's about a breakup. And then towards the middle, I was like, well, maybe he's just talking about, like, a rival. Or some guy that he's, like, competing with in a way. And then I was like, no, nah, it's, it's definitely about a breakup. So I kind of settled back into that. But it has some kind of weird ambiguity. Yeah. Because it. It, he, he's angry. Uh and he's he's talking about Google yeah. Day that he met this person. Uh or that something happened, I guess. Uh it's not super clear, but it, regardless, the dude is pissed and he wants to kill his ex is what what I got out of it.
1: Yeah, and uh Yep. <laughs> and it sounds bad when you say it. <laughs>
0: I mean it's
1: it's gonna sound even more bad whenever I think I put a little bit more context in it. I mean I think I think uh, so
0: so before you do that, I think and this may get thrown out the window with whatever you're about to say, but I, I think uh, it's not uncommon to have exaggerated songs about hating someone so much that you want to kill them, right? Uh, go ahead yeah. and say what you were about to say about this man potentially maybe killing his, his ex.
1: Well, no, it's uh, <laughs> just the relationship that they're describing in here isn't even, it's like a completely abusive one. Yeah. It's, because they're talking about, he's talking about A couple that's only together because of the excitement you feel whenever you fight the only good times he's like reminiscing on in this song is whenever they're fighting and those tensions are higher (laughs) it's just talking about hating an ex in a relationship that was abusive which I mean like there's definitely been people like there's definitely relationships like that yeah I don't want to say a lot of people have that, but like it's, it's probably, definitely it's not, it's a thing uncommon. that like yeah, people get in relationships and they're like, oh, these emotions are so high. Like, sure they're all negative, but like,
0: but I'm feeling something. I
1: feel such yeah, I feel such a big emotion with this person because they're fighting all the time. That's what I get from this song.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair, and I, I'm I know that there are a dozen other songs that I've heard that are kind of in the same vein. Uh, so maybe we can get into that some other time, uh, or maybe recommend some other things if you enjoy that lyrically. Uh, but, but, uh, but, yeah, it's it's that brutal day. It's a, it's a brutal song. Co- coming off the, like, oh, that man. heavy content, I'm guessing, is, is this your favorite yeah. track? It, the way you said, oh, man, it's like you're excited to get here. Uh, the track 10 is Hindquarters. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs>
1: I said, "Oh man, because... Oh, so we were talking about, like, just the themes of this album and it not being very great. And then there's a song about abusive relationships that leads into a song that's... About butts it's about, and women. Uh, butts. It's about <laughs> a woman who has a very nice ass. Indeed. And he's writing a song about it. And, like, it's weird because... I love the music I like I love the melody in this song like I will sing this song and completely dissociate myself from the lyrical content yeah but it's so weird because sure they're in this old-timey uh, type of persona in hindquarters yeah it's what like a, a grandpa would call a butt or something sure. but like there's a part of me that hears it and thinks of like an animal yeah it's it, like it's definitely i, I a see term, like, a... I think it's like
0: a horse or a cow right maybe a pig and
1: then it makes me yeah like coming off of the album we listened to last week i was like huh <laughs> a song about a, a woman's a woman having a nice butt that is called hindquarters and it makes me think of an animal it's like that
0: yeah <laughs> that's the situation uh... that women have been dealing with <laughs> Like it's 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 not good. We need to open your yeah. eyes, sheeple, You know. We're but I preachy. mean, it's a catchy song. It is to me. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I think uh, he he does some weird phrasing when he sings hind because he never says uh, hind quarters like that. He always the the line always kind of yeah. ends with hind and starts the next one with quarters. Or, or not yeah. necessarily, but there's there's a big pause between both words, and I I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, to, for, from uh purely a musical perspective, like not again dissociating lyrics from it, it was kind of like, I don't know. I I know it happens a lot in music, probably more often than I'm I'm making it sound, but it it just kind of like stood out that the the title hindquarters was never actually like said back-to-back like that. I don't know. It's just yeah. what I thought I had. <laughs>
1: Man, I just keep looking at my notes, and I'm like, I can see my breakdown of like this <laughs> album. <laughs> Where I'm like, oh yeah, at the beginning, I, I love Queens County. Oh wait, oh, oh wait. Oh oh oh, oh no, oh. stop,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, hopefully hey. this doesn't get you to, to such a low note as the next song. But oh yeah, the next song is in the days of in the days of twenty and, and O. Oh, is it twenty and O?
1: And twenty and that, one.
0: Cause, so See... it should be twenty and O, but uh, at least on my music service, it is in the days of twenty and one. And I, I don't know if the official title is twenty and one. I'm assuming it is, but I think personally, it should be twenty and O.
1: That's what I th- always thought. I mean, like I've never officially looked it up on like the album, whatever, like on any sort of official thing I've right. always just called it in the days of 20 and 0. but this is a song about everything being terrible and killing yourself
0: yeah like yeah he goes through every <laughs> year from the years 2000 to 2003 uh pretty much just saying yep I hate my life I'm gonna kill myself yep I'm gonna hate my life I'm gonna kill myself and he did to for clarity the the song title uh, is because it's how he sings it he says in the year of 20 and oh. Whatever, I was gonna kill myself in the year of 20. Things were bad, Things yeah. Were bad, and I'm gonna kill myself in the year of 22. I'm gonna kill myself in the year of 23. I'm gonna kill myself. It makes me wonder though, what happened in 20, 2004? Is that is that when they started recording well, this album, maybe, or why was that? Because this album came out in 2005, I think they,
1: yeah. I think they started Bus Gang in 2004. Okay, like I think they started making money because they were playing in it was just two dudes in Central Park before this album came out. And then this album came out in 2005. So I think they probably started playing in 2004. I've read some interviews and stuff of like Andy Bean, who's kind of the main guy. I've read some interviews of him and like, he's not a very optimistic person. So I think they probably, he probably just wrote this song because he was just like, man, nothing's working out i'm done yeah. i just don't want to deal with it anymore
0: and and then they release it an out yeah. and you have success <laughs> yeah so that's that's i think that's a very inspirational i guess in a weird way that like there's so many stories of artists doing this and that they they you cannot give up if you're going to commit to becoming a musician or an artist there will be a lot of times where you feel like you're wasting your time and that you're not going to become anything, or that you're not going to take off, or you're not going to sell a million records, or whatever. But you have to keep going, because the second you give up, yeah. it's over. You you cannot succeed unless you try. So don't if you yeah. if you're a budding musician listening to this, keep fucking doing it. Send us your music. Maybe we'll fucking listen to your album on review this your podcast. music. That that's a oh, good idea. We review people's music. I think we can. Uh, I think we should. <laughs> So Ooh That would be a fun like, a side venture later. Uh, I don't I feel like not to be <laughs> not to be crass already, but I feel like we're gonna get a whole lot of shitty albums if we just open the floodgates to that of people that don't know what they're doing. That's be, true. Probably. So uh, send us your album. Uh but hey. If we like it, then we'll yeah. discuss it. If we don't like it, then we'll maybe and if we don't, some feedback. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll tell you why maybe or able to say no I, don't I fucking i hate it <laughs> I'll, I'll rip your albums to shreds i will uh, <laughs> yeah
1: i'll at least try to give construction constructive criticism like yeah, I, mean, I can't I, guarantee I anything should, but i'll be, try
0: this should be uh stated neither of us are are musicians professionally so uh, our criticism may yeah. be not the most reliable or valid but we can tell you what we don't like about it or what we do like about it yeah we're
1: listeners yeah. We're the we're the end goal for your, your music, audience. so.
0: Yeah. That's true. Well, uh, <laughs> so, I feel
1: like we're going to get off topic if we keep talking about that. We were
0: already off topic. The next track, <laughs> Lousy Attitude, track 12. Second to last song. It's another it's another love song another about song. lost love.
1: And about a dude just being just a freaking butthole, man. Like Yeah, cuz the that dude that's he's talking specifically
0: about... not listening to his, his significant other and uh, knowing that he's not doing it.
1: So the guy's talking about, which I think, I don't think there's one specific guy in this album's narrative. I don't even think there really is a narrative to the album. There might be. But I think the guy in this song is just a drunk, of course. Sure. Because why wouldn't he be? And uh, he does not listen to his significant other And she gets pissed about it. And I think the song is talking about, from his point of view, he's like, Well, why do you have. Like, I get a lousy attitude when you tell me I don't listen, and that's rude. But, but, like, the whole song is. It's kind of like
0: a man complaining about his wife nagging all the time.
1: Yeah, and it's giving a clear representation of why she is nagging because he's not paying any attention to her at all. (laughs)
0: Right, which, which kind of goes to, like, dissociate that the writer of the song not necess- didn't exactly, like, probably didn't write this about himself, per se, because he's given yeah like, perspective from her side as well. But yeah, there were a lot of songs on this album that were kind of like love songs, love lost, love found, love lost kind of a thing. Um, yeah. Which makes me think it's not necessarily a cohesive album, like you said, it, it's just a collection of songs that they that they sang which makes sense if they were buskers and they sang these so track 13 uh slow jesus is it, is it slow jesus or is it like slow jesus or like slow jesus there's a comment i isn't. think i don't i don't 100 percent know how to like accurately
1: say it i just say slow jesus yeah because it's it's talking about, like it's talking about a guy who's very down on his luck downhearted not having a good time yeah he's lost his job
0: he's flat broke
1: yeah he's out there just kind of like existing in the homeless sphere yeah and he doesn't have a place to go
0: the only thing he can think to do is pray for alcohol (laughs) pray for booze yeah (laughs) and and he's like god what are you doing like yeah why, why, why why does the world suck why is my yeah. life just complete shit? Give me some alcohol to fucking help with that and, shit.
1: Yeah, because the chorus is just talking about how the only things he can do is he can get drunk and he can sing songs. and that's Which it. is what he
0: does. That's baby. exactly what he does. <laughs> that's what this is. It, uh, there's also a whistle solo in this track, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of a nice way to kind of tie up the album. Not that there was, like, a, like you said, a, a cohesive like, concept for the album. But it's, it's a good ending song, I think.
1: And it's appropriate if he's talking about a guy who's just lost his job, lost everything. I mean, if you don't have a guitar, I guess you can have a whistle solo.
0: That's true. So. That's very true. Uh, especially if you're a busker, you know? Yeah. I think. So maybe maybe this but one yeah, is a little it's... bit too uh, more close to the artist's life. Uh, maybe in the years of 20 and 0 through 20 and
1: 3. I feel like it was. And because, uh, like I was talking about, I've read interviews with him, and, like, man, the way he describes how he felt during, I, I would imagine, the time period of writing these songs. Yeah. It's not... sounds like he was not having a good time. Like, <laughs> yeah. he just was, wasn't in a good place.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that's, uh, that comes through, like you said, in, in the days of 2001, the whole track. And, yeah. like, off and on, it, a lot of times that stuff leads to alcoholism and, and stuff like that, so... I think it all kind of like if not specifically about his past, then uh, an exaggerated kind of storytelling way of talking about his past perhaps. But that's the last track.
1: Yeah. And Listen. it ends on a very very fitting note for how the rest of this album kind of went.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not really like a resolution per se to the end of, to, to the story or or to, to the rest of the album, but uh, I think it's a nice ending.
1: So, you already we already kind of know your thoughts on the album, but uh, yeah. if there's anything you would like to elaborate
0: on. <laughs> I mean, so like, the singer's voice, I just, I, I couldn't, some tracks it was okay, because it kind of, he almost had a bit more of like a Robert Plant or like Jack White kind of like high-pitched thing going on which I'm okay with, but overall, I, I couldn't do the, the get into the primary singer Andy, I think you said his name was, I couldn't get into his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Fuller's voice, so there's a little bit of redemption there. Uh, the songs, and correct me if I'm wrong, is Fuller also the bassist? Yes. Okay, yes. so it something that I, I noted, and I haven't gone back to listen through it to confirm, but uh, it seemed to me like the songs where Fuller was singing had a bit more involvement on the bass. The bass lines weren't just the kind of typical, like, boom, 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 that uh, that was throughout this whole fucking album. There was not a lot of bass creativity. But it seemed like on the songs where Fuller was singing, he got a little bit more creative with the bass lines. Uh, so maybe that's just a, a misconception or a misperception, I suppose, something that I noticed that wasn't necessarily the truth. But yeah, so the, musically, the, there's not a lot that stands out on this album It's all very simple music, simple bass. The lyrics are either about alcohol or women, which doesn't really appeal to me. There's a a little bit of humor in it, in it all, but it's not necessarily my kind of humor either, so it's, I don't know, this album's not something that I would come back to a lot, uh, at least not for a while. Uh, I am interested to listen to some of their more recent stuff, I don't know how recent those albums are, but uh, I, I'm not dismissing them as a band. I, I'm i just not, this, this wasn't the right time for me to experience this album, I don't think.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I think maybe we wouldn't talk about them in depth on here, but I think you should listen to Great Calamity. And anybody out there, listen to Great Calamities or listen to Enthusiastic Attempts at Hot Swing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's and, and I'll, I'll try to do the same uh, on my own time. Uh, so maybe we don't discuss it here on the podcast, but I will be going back to them at some point.
1: I feel like those would be better. Uh, but as far as my thoughts on this album, it's just an album I've been listening for a long time now. Yeah. Like, I started off, like I said, this wasn't my first album that I ever listened to by them. It kind of came later. The first album I think I listened to by them, it was, I think, called Mis Amigos, Dos Amigos, or something like that. But they have a lot of songs about historical figures, about kind of general things. This album is a very type song, heavy album, which yeah. isn't really a theme in the rest of their albums. But For better, it, I think. It's, yeah, yeah. It's especially because... It can especially in today's climate, I guess, it can leave a bad taste in That's your mouth true. the way that they the way that they talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean again, this album ant- came out fifteen years ago from the perspective yeah. of a man who was down on his luck for the for the the past few years and just kinda like not really sure what's going on with him, probably resorting to alcoholism, probably not being the greatest guy. So, uh, I think I think it's a story Be- worth telling, right? Because because it yeah. kind of if if the albums change tonally, then the dude's probably in a better place now, which is good.
1: Yeah, he's
0: probably left he's, of a shithead.
1: It seems like he's in a better place now for sure. Not that uh, he's in it's, heaven. It,
0: he's not dead. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> like, maybe not. I don't know. Honestly, I haven't che- <laughs> I haven't checked in with this guy for for a while. Who knows? Last I heard, he was a uh, Andy Bean was like the musical director for some show on nickelodeon or something i think it was it's called like wander under something so but uh yeah it's just kind of one of those albums that i've just listened to for so long it kind of just becomes a part of music that you put on in the car music that you just kind of
0: listen to it's part of your musical profile i guess
1: yeah so like i know all all the words and now that I have a daughter, I kind of don't listen to it as much. <laughs> and especially after us listening to the album last week, I kind of like listening to it five five or so times this week. Kind of gave me a better look at. It made me pay attention to the lyrics more because before it was kind of more just like I'm singing along, not really paying attention to the words. Sure. And uh, so, I, like. This it's still going to be a part of my repertoire. Yeah, but, but it definitely but you,
0: you have context. It, it, it kind of, like, led you, it seems, to kind of maybe some self-reflection of, like, who you were when, when you got into this album and why it became part of your repertoire or your profile and then kind of who you are now. Not necessarily aligning up to it, but, I mean, you know the songs. They're fun to sing, so.
1: Yeah. So I guess my one takeaway would be if you're gonna be out there and listening to this album, maybe don't take it too seriously. Because if you do, you probably won't. It probably won't like it.
0: You're gonna end up like me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird how uh, times can change. Yeah. And how you can just go back and look on something that you used to never give a second <laughs> thought to, give a second thought to it, and then
0: realize that maybe kinda, it's not the best.
1: Or yeah. Re- at least yeah. you're not there anymore. Maybe. Yeah. I really like it. It can change, and whenever you change, I guess your musical interests change too.
0: Yeah. So with that, uh, next week, uh, there, I'm going to give you two options. I know we usually do this before the podcast, and we had one cited before the podcast, but uh, there, there is an album I added to our list. It's by The Brains as an artist. They do this uh, rockabilly... Uh, horror rock music, I guess. Horror rock ability with uh, some slapping upright bass uh, is is your option. That or Worlds by Porter Robinson. Uh, I'll let you choose here.
1: Mm -hmm. Make the call.
0: Let's stick with Porter Robinson.
1: That's the one, by the way, behind the scenes, that's the one we chose beforehand. Yep. Because I did see the brains on there and I saw your description of them. I am very interested. But I feel like after this... I need to distance a little I need to spend next (laughs) yeah I need to spend next week listening to electronic music
0: (laughs) yeah I I feel that 100% I enjoy this Uh, Porter Robinson Worlds is the name of the album it's the only album he has out uh, at least a studio album he has a couple EPs and a couple singles um, and some remixes there's also a remix edition of this Uh, I don't think we should discuss the remix version of Worlds uh, at least not this coming week but, uh, yeah, poor Robinson Worlds. I think it's 20, 2013, 2014-ish. It's a very, very fun electronic album. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into that uh, next week. Uh, until then, uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us, use our Twitter, which is at FBL Podcast. We have a facebook.com slash FBL Podcast, instagram.com slash Feedback Loop Podcast, uh, YouTube. We don't have a unique YouTube URL, but go on YouTube, look for F- Feedback Loop Podcast to listen to us if you're not already listening to us there. Uh, or the alternative is SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash Feedback er, Loop Podcast. Um, so that's all of our socials. It's shoot us messages, Shoot, leave us comments. We, we want to see what you guys thought of this album and uh, what your takeaways were and if they aligned with ours. And we look forward to, to hearing you guys, your thoughts on Worlds by Porter Robinson. Definitely. I I guess until next week I hope you stay on the feedback
1: loop Bye